I'm Brandon Isle, and today I'm in the Sporey Art Gallery with Kyung DeBell. She's the curator here at BYU-Idaho, and she's put together a great exhibit for us uh, starting October 26th is the reception, and then open through November 8th. 8th. Excellent. And it's called Sacred Marks, Newly Acquired Religious Art. And Kyung, thank you for letting me come here and be with you here. Yeah, thanks for coming. You have principally four artists in this exhibit. Can you kind of tell me about each of the artists? And then I want to walk around and look at some of the art. Yeah, um, this exhibit is a small um, but sweet. And we're only showing for a short time, for two weeks. Uh, mainly, uh, you can go either uh, direction. Uh, we put Lucas van Leyden. He's a, a Dutch um, artist who done a lot of narrative religious work in 16th century in Europe. Uh, we have Passion of Christ engravings. Uh, perhaps I suspect that these were created for a, a rich patron's uh, private chapel. Um, it uh, depicts the last days of uh, Savior's life. Uh, from starting from Gethsemane to uh, his last day in Golgotha Hill. Um, beautifully narrated. Um, it's a very storytelling pieces. Um, he's got the Dutch people modeled for him in um, Middle Eastern attires most of the time. Um, but uh, I could imagine for artists to create such thing without travel to Middle East at that time, 16th centuries, the travel is not, uh, they probably never ever imagined that in our days that we could just go in less than a day, any parts of the world, but back then they never traveled that far. But uh, this is his best efforts and it's very tender. And I can see uh, a lot of uh, efforts gone into each scene uh, that uh, Leyden had put in to uh, depict the emotions of the sufferings that uh, Savior has gone through for mankind. Yeah, it's a, a very lovely collection of Passion of Christ by Leyden. And then if you go to the right side uh, in our gallery, We've got a, a very different, very colorful, vibrant uh, depiction of uh, Bible stories and uh, New Testament and few Old Testament stories. Um, these are done by Raimondi uh, Oliveira. He's a uh, not as well known to us, um, a Brazilian artist. The colors immediately uh, jump out at you, screaming like Latin colors, right? A very unusual um, combination of uh, bright fuchsia pink with bright green kind of things that you see in Latin American cultures. Yeah, the images are very uh, lovely. Uh, some could call it primitive, almost like childlike uh, depiction of uh, Bible stories. Uh, he did a couple of uh, Old Testament, the creation and um, Adam and Eve um, chasing out of the Garden of Eden and uh, a New Testament story from his birth to Savior's birth to his ministry. Um, it's just lovely. It's something 
a little different for our campus than the ones that we're used to. We thought uh, these pieces are a very uh, opportune time to be on our campus. Um, as a church now, the, uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints being uh, populated uh, more outside of United States than uh, here in the United States. So we're a global church. In fact, there are more members speaking other than English um, at this point uh, in our church membership. So, uh, and also our campus, we have a lot of um, foreign students studying. So this will bring home to some Latin cultures and for us as well. It's just a very lovely, fun pieces to uh, admire and reminding life of Savior. Yeah, and what strikes me is we're so used to seeing maybe true to life art when the Savior is depicted. And this is very different in, in these pieces. And there's a contrast as you go to the right side of the exhibit versus the left side. Mm -hmm. We have uh, this Latin American uh, beautiful art. And then on the left side, it's European art, right? Yes. And it's, it's very different styles, but I think you can feel the spirit of it, of either one of them in these depictions of stories of Christ and through the Bible. Right. Um, can you, is there a piece that you particularly enjoy? Uh, they're all very uh, fun to me. Uh, it's really interesting to look through the viewpoint of uh, artists uh, at that time. And for instance, this uh, Fly to Egypt piece, um, and it's obviously, it's a nighttime. The Jesus is a baby um, held by his mother Mary, and they're on a donkey, and the, the guardian angels are around them as they leave uh, imminent danger. So that's a lovely, I just love how pieces in this exhibit by Oliveira. It seems almost like a childlike, but it's a great competition. Uh, the colors are uh, beautiful, um, bold, right? Um, so that, and also I do, I, I can't just pick one piece. Uh, the right next to it, there's a adoration of Magi, the Virgin Mary, well, Mother Mary in this uh, piece, um, holding a holy baby. Um, she has halos and wings. Uh, it's a very significant meaning to Latin um, culture that uh, the Brazilian, I don't remember specific percentage of Catholics, but um, you know. Uh, very high percentage. Very, yeah. Um, Mother Mary is a, a saint in that culture, so you can see where the artist uh, was thinking as he depicts uh, Mother Mary. And uh, a sincere adoration of, uh, um, I don't know if they're wise men or shepherd, but I'm thinking it's wise men bringing gifts. So it's, it's just so lovely. And it's screaming out Latin culture in every way. Yeah. I think it's lovely. And these, all, all of the pieces in this exhibit are fairly newly acquired. Yes, we acquired them in April. Oh, great. And yes. what's that process like? How do you decide what to choose? And do you go in person to find them? Or 
What is that? Well, we have these? we have uh, a committee, acquisition committee, and we have a small, moderate budget each year, and uh, we have a meeting about uh, where we want to go with this. Um, in this last meeting, we have decided that, uh, as a group, uh, our school is a very unique institution. Where on earth can you find university have a, a first line of a mission statement starting with the developing disciples of Jesus Christ? Everything about gospel and spirituality, um, especially for Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, we obviously support academic efforts of art department and um, campus uh, community, uh, but uh, foremost, we wanted to show that, uh, in fact, we are the university that um, believe Jesus Christ, and we promote uh, faithful saints and strengthen their um, testimonies of Jesus Christ. So in that meeting, we decided that we have a very, very small number of collection pieces that uh, say what we want to say. Yeah, our, our religious the religious work. Issue. Yeah. Yes. So, so I, I traveled and uh, found this uh, treasures that depicts a life of uh, Jesus Christ. And yeah, that's how we decide. So in the middle of the gallery room, our very impressive room, we have a very, very rare uh, piece of Rembrandt called the 100 Gilder print. Um, it's a quite large, it's probably one of the larger uh, prints that you will see of uh, Rembrandt. About 20 by 15, 12 or yeah, so? It's yeah, it's about, so it's a fairly uh, visibly uh, large piece. Uh, a very, very well done, uh, printed, well printed image of Savior and multitude. Um, when viewers uh, come to this piece, you'll immediately recognize Savior in the middle. Uh, I love his Savior, uh, the halos, how Rembrandt portrayed this uh, shining lights. I've seen. Yeah, it always has the light emanating mm -hmm. out of, out yeah. of his head. Uh, Rembrandt uh, has a few different ways of uh, depicting halos of deity, especially the Savior, and this one particularly I love. Anyways, uh, you will see Savior in the center, and left side is light, right side is um, dark, and it's a signature uh, of Rembrandt. He uses a very deep dark, dark and a very light light to contrast and bring life-likeness um, into his pieces. Left side is a crowd, a multitude, uh, some with a doubting face, uh, some uh, discussing uh, this mirac miraculous life of this man who supposedly called himself a savior to the world. And right side, uh, view viewers will see uh, a lot of people are in pain on a, um, a little cart, a sickly person in pain. Uh, also, there's some um, Pharisees you can see uh, Interestingly, the Pharisee's head uh, dress is uh, almost Dutch-like. That's something that I love, how uh, Rembrandt, who is a Dutch, utilized his own uh, home country customs here and there. 
uh, along with the Middle Eastern taverns and uh, that kind of customs. Um, as Rembrandt is known for uh, loving to dress his models in costumes and uh, because he loved narration in his uh, pieces. He loved to tell the stories of historical events or uh, uh, biblical stories. Anyways, this piece, the 100 uh, gold, uh, Gilder gold, uh, print piece is actually a uh, piece that shows all the miracles that he performed uh, that shows in uh, Book of Matthews. Uh, Rembrandt managed to put all of the uh, miracles of Jesus Christ in one piece. Uh, so it's a remarkable piece. Uh, and, and this is one that you really want to just be in front of, study it, let it just kind of wash over you and try to pick out some of those miracles. Yes, absolutely. There's so much to look. Uh, it's, not, it's definitely not a few second uh, walk by piece. Um, and uh, you're welcome to read about the descriptions of the piece um, and also um, particularly pay attention to Savior's right hand and his eyes. Uh, the reason why this piece is the 100 Gilder uh, print is that the legend has um, Rembrandt being perfectionist created this first. In fact, uh, the history shows that he created this in over about a couple of years. Obviously, it's a very dear piece to him, and he put a lot of concentration in it. Um, the first version or so he sold to a patron, and he wasn't happy with it. So he went and paid 100 guilder gold um, to bring it back and reworked the piece. That's why the name 100 Gilder um, print comes from. Um, some records shows this piece as a uh, healing the children, um, such thing, right? Anyways, um, the particularly pay attention to the right hand in his eyes, you can see where Rembrandt went over and repositioned some of the fingers, the darkly outlined and also left hand also, you can see the first line of thumb that he had, but moved kind of a thing. So oh. if you can bring reading glasses or magnifying glass and you will see, I mean, we ask you to not touch the piece, but uh, yes, definitely not the piece that you just walked by. Yeah, but get up, you gotta get study. up close. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And you also have art upstairs. Yes. in the mezzanine area. Uh, what do you have? There? We have, uh, those are our existing permanent collection of uh, all the Rembrandt's engravings that we own in our permanent collections. Uh, we didn't have quite enough to pe uh, fill, quite enough of newly acquired art to fill the entire gallery. So mezzanine um, has all the Rembrandt's um, etchings that we own. Yeah. When this exhibit is over, where do these pieces go? Um, the Leiden uh, Passion of Christ have a home already in religion department, and hopefully uh, after the exhibit, uh, we have find some home for Oliveira series, which is a, a fun, colorful pieces. And yeah, they will have, and we are normally ve uh, very careful with antiquity, so uh, maybe Rembrandt's won't be out and about in publicly, so they, they might go into our storage. 
um, some of the door uh, pieces as well. Right. But most of the art on campus is in the buildings. You can go in any building Absolutely. and see our actual collection. Yes. Yeah, that's so neat. Well, Kyung, thank you so much. It's great to be in this space and see this art and just let the stories of Christ kind of wash over you and uh, make you think. Yes, um, it's remarkable to sometimes when we set exhibit up, we're not quite sure how 15th, uh, 16th century work against 21st century work kind of together. But uh, whether it's from 16th century or 20th century, they all bear testimony of Jesus Christ. And um, I think it's going to be impactful those, to those who walk into our gallery. I hope they enjoy it and feel of the Spirit. Thank you. Thank you.